0: everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Outside Ourselves for 2024. I am your host, Kelsey Clumbera. Today, I am so excited to be officially back from maternity leave and talking with my good friend and my coworker, Chad Bird. Chad has, of course, been on the show before. Today, we are talking specifically about a very New Year's topic, at least for Christians, and that is the goal or Um, the desire or the plan to read through the entire Bible in a year. Chad and I talk about how this can very quickly become a to-do and a burden for Christians, and yet uh, how it's something that can be very helpful and practical When viewed through the lens of freedom, uh, freedom in Christ, I hope that you are encouraged by our conversation and that you leave not feeling burdened and overwhelmed uh, by another to-do, but feeling empowered and uh, free to read God's word and excited to read God's word for what it can give you. And that is, of course, ultimately that God is for you in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Here's today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Chad, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Thanks so much for being here.
1: Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, Kelsey, and Happy New Year. Glad uh, we're getting started with, uh, my goodness, 2024.
0: I, I know. You you actually I uh looked back, you were the first guest last year. So we're oh, just doing right? a repeat. Yeah. yeah so we, got, well,
1: I, we done it twice, now we got a tradition. <laughs>
0: I we got a tradition going. We'll see if we can keep it going. Maybe next year we'll be three years in a row. But oh, so I'm so great. glad you're you're joining us. Thanks for the time. Um just really briefly for those who maybe don't know you. You are an Old Testament scholar, an expert, um, and a fifteen seventeen scholar in residence. You are also somewhat of a TikTok aficionado or a TikTok celebrity at this point. I think I can easily say. Um, and you spend a lot of your time. Uh, you spend a lot of your time writing, but you also spend a lot of your time traveling and speaking at this point. So, what does the the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024 look like for you, for your schedule and your work?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a reprieve for us actually. So uh, most of my, most of our travels, my wife Stacey usually travels with me and most of our travels uh, are not December, or January. So it's kind of nice that we, we get a little, we yeah. get a little break. Uh, Good. But uh, I think 2024 is looking like we'll have about uh, 12 speaking engagements uh, to be at. Across a variety of Christian traditions, and some are congregations, some are conferences, some are men's retreats, but we'll be everywhere from California to the Carolinas uh, over the course of of 2024. So, looking forward to that. Those are always great because so I, I we both work from home, so mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of be homebodies.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh, so it's great to be able to to get out to fly and and, and visit different places, and we always meet. Uh, people that maybe we know online, but we never actually mm-hmm. met in person. So that's that's always kind of cool to be able to sit down and have a cup of coffee or a meal with people that uh, we only have known by face and name, but never actually been face to face with. So we got that coming yeah. up. And then uh, I'm, uh so currently I'm finishing up a book uh, on the Psalms, which isn't going to be out till 2025. And okay. uh, then we'll be pushing uh, one of my next books, which is going to come out in the summer. It's called Hitchhiking with Prophets, uh, a ride through the salvation story of the Old Testament. So looking forward to that being out. And other than that, we're just, uh, so we're, uh, uh, we're recording this in our old home, but uh, by the time this is released, we'll be in our new home. Uh, we're going to be, uh, be moving to be close to our grandchildren. So I think probably a lot of our spare time is going to be spent in basketball games and soccer games and
0: that's all those, great.
1: All those fun things hanging out with our with our three grandchildren. So we're very much looking looking forward to that. We have two grandsons and a granddaughter. So uh and they're all pretty young, so sports yeah. and school activities and all those fun things.
0: That's going to be so fun and probably oh, yeah, somewhat yeah. exhausting, but so great for y'all to be close to them.
1: Yeah. And any time our grandkids are with us, we're reminded of our age.
0: <laughs> <It's> yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> it's, it's like goodness, I'm not in my twenties or my early thirties anymore, so it's right. always fun, but yeah. they do—they do definitely wear us out, but in—in in a good way.
0: Yeah, I'm reminded of my age. We—we we just had our third, and <laughs> I feel like several nights. In the last few weeks I've been like, I'm too old for this. This is this is (laughs) too too much. So
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. um, It's like when when did I last sleep? I can't remember.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you know, you just forget. You forget when you're a parent and you do it again and then you probably forget when you're a grandparent too. So it's just part of it. (laughs) That's
1: exactly right. Yeah. That's
0: for that is one good reason that we have short memories, I think. Sometimes it's bad that we're forgetful, but it's good that God gave us a short memory in that way, I guess.
1: Yeah, that is true. I mean, especially when it comes to kids. I mean, they they do cause us plenty of uh, exhaustion and frustration at times, but my goodness, they they create great joy too. So it's a joy we look forward to.
0: Absolutely. Um, Well, it is, this is going to drop in the new year. People are getting started uh, with 2024. And I'm curious um, if you are a new year's resolution person. If you are, if you have any resolutions for the new year, or if that's something you stay far away from.
1: Yeah. So, um uh, sometimes I make new year's resolutions just to remind myself of how weak I am. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just to see how quickly you can break them. Yeah. Oh, like, Oh, that one lasted a week. Yeah. (laughs) Pat on my back
0: new record for how quickly it broke it
1: that's right yeah last year it was six days I made it to seven this year no I sometimes I will but I'm not a I'm not a big resolution guy um sometimes I, I I think in recent memory the only resolution I made and actually kept it wasn't I think it was two years ago maybe three years ago but I'm in a online group that um reads through the Bible, uh, in the original languages, you can do, you can do Hebrew oh. Old Testament or you can do Greek New Testament. It's just a way of kind of disciplining yourself in a group to where mm-hmm. you're all doing the same thing. So I committed to read through the New Testament in Greek. I think this was 2021 time gets away from me, but anyway, I actually did it. I was, I was, uh,
0: That's amazing.
1: Pat, pat myself on the back of uh, yeah. when it was, and it was a great experience. I mean, I had never, I'd read, of course, lots of it off and on here and there, uh, in Greek, but had never sat down and read Matthew through revelation. So I did actually keep that resolution, uh, which was a, was a great thing, but, uh, the only resolution, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm, I've done this year and then I'll keep this year. It's not really a resolution. It's more like a, okay, I'm committed to doing mm-hmm. this is what we're talking about today with uh, the whole reading through the Bible in one year, uh, doing those daily videos. So I, uh, I, I start things sometimes. And then after I've started them, I'm like, you really didn't think through this, did you? <laughs> I, I've done that a lot yeah, of I
0: totally understand that.
1: <laughs> not because it's not great, because it's like right. it's a lot of work. A
0: lot of work.
1: I'm like, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I started this and then uh I'm two weeks or three or four into it. And I'm like, I can't stop this now. You know, I've, yeah. I've got to keep this up. <laughs> so uh, but it's it's been great. I mean, uh, I'm at the end of my first year of doing those daily videos and uh gearing up for uh for 2024 so it'll be it'll be good uh i that's actually i love the content love love the research and all of that so yeah it's it's a a great way to to serve serve others by inviting them to to uh spend some time in the words
0: yeah well tell us tell me a little bit more because i know that you this last year you did the same thing. Right. And you're just mm-hmm. starting picking back up again. I, I think it's, you're making a video a day for, um, people who are reading the Bible in a year. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that looks like, where the videos are going to be and kind of your goal with that project?
1: Yeah. So, uh, when I, when I started this, uh, you know, like a lot of things you just start, you're kind of learning, learning the ropes, trying to write things out and how you want, you know, how you want it to be. And so it, it, you know, it morphed over, over the course of the year. Uh, but basically what I did is I, first of all, one of the challenges of this, for those who have decided I'm going to read through the Bible in one year, one of the challenges is you, uh, you, you know, type it in your Google search bar, uh, read through the Bible in one year or plans for reading the Bible in one mm-hmm. year. And then you're like, okay, which of these hundred plans do I choose? Right.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: uh, I mean, the st- straight way is to, okay. Genesis one, I'm going to start there. I'm going to read two or three chapters. Some plans are set up like that. They're just kind mm-hmm. of a canonical order. So that's one way you can do it. Um, there are Bibles and reading plans that are set up chronologically, uh, in the sense of okay, you. Of course, the, the Bible's not laid out entirely chronologically. You know, it kind of skips here and there. So yeah. you know, there's some plans that will will let you do that. Now, the the, the plan that I ended up going with is called a blended plan. And as the name indicates it's a it's a blending of Old Testament and New Testament readings every day okay or most days I put it that way it's it's of course, the Old Testament is a lot longer, so it's heavier on the Old Testament readings and there are some days when you'll have uh, only Old Testament chapters, maybe three chapters and no New Testament chapter, and then there's some days when you have two or three Old Testament chapters and one New Testament chapter mm-hmm. but but either way, the blended plan takes you through the Takes you through the entire Old and New Testament. Uh, you skip around some. Uh, I mean, you don't go right from, maybe you do right from Genesis to Exodus, but there are some times when it kind of skips skips back and forth from Old Testament okay. books, New Testament books. So it doesn't always follow uh, canonically the order of the books in the Old or New Testament. Is there a reason like for that? It, I don't.
0: Is there know a reason why they?
1: A, yeah, I don't know if there's a reason for that. At all. I, I didn't really research the origin origin of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe it has just something to do with the length of the chapters or the length of the books. That, uh, yeah, that would
0: make sense. Yeah,
1: sometimes sometimes it's just that. I know when we, when we covered the Psalms this year, uh, it was like, are we ever going to get out of the Psalms? It's, it's <laughs> like, it's, of course, it's the longest book in the Bible, 150 yeah. <laughs> Psalms. So uh, I don't know how long we were there. Over a month, I think. It took us a long time to get through the Psalms, which is fine with me. I don't know about everybody else. I love, you love
0: Psalms. Yeah, you probably, it was probably your favorite month.
1: I think it was. I was like, man, I'm (laughs) loving this because I'm writing this book on the Psalms, right? And uh, and then we're also going through the Psalms. So number one, uh, so this is just you know my weakness. I didn't have to do a lot of research. It's like, oh, I didn't know this, so I don't have to sit down and think, okay, what I want to talk about today? Because I've already written on the Psalms and I researched them, so those are easy. Uh, uh, But you know, those other ones where I I'll read two or three chapters and I'm like. Oh my goodness. What I, what am I going to talk about here? (laughs) Uh, But, uh, anyway, we always, we always find something, but anyway, that's, it's called the blended plan. And, uh, it's it's found in a couple different places. Well, there's other, a lot of other places online, but specifically there's a Bible app called the blue letter Bible app, which I've used for, for quite a while. It's, it's a handy it's a free app you can get at the app store. Um, and that's where it originated, I think. Whoever is associated with that, they came up with it. So you can find it on the Blue Letter Bible app. But the the most popular Bible app, Version, which sometimes mm-hmm. people just call the yep. Bible app, uh, yeah. they have they have that posted in their list of plans, too. And they have Blue Letter Bible app credited. Uh, but anyway, okay. it's, you can find it. If, if you use either of those apps and just do a little bit of searching, you'll be able to find it. And, and it's there. Now, what we're going to do at 1517 is uh uh it's we're currently developing this and i think it'll be ready by the beginning beginning of the year um uh, that's the goal anyway we're gonna actually have a spot on the 1517.org website where people can go great and actually okay. find that schedule of readings okay uh, one thing that's uh can be a little bit confusing on the glitter bible app is first of all where to find the reading plan and then secondly they have a uh like a pdf you can download but it's not like listed January 1st through January 31st and then it's listed 1 to 365. Hmm. So it's it's not if you're in the middle of the year it's kind of hard to find. Oh yeah, it's hard to find
0: what day you're starting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we're 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 developing an easy to read schedule that'll be on this page on our website. Uh, there'll be introductory video, the schedule of readings, as as well as like additional resources. Uh, if somebody wants okay. to, you know, go to forty minutes in the Old Testament uh, and take a deeper dive, or thirty minutes in the New Testament, or tough text, or any of our other uh, podcasts in the fifteen seventeen podcast network, we'll have uh, those resources listed too, so people will be able to check those out. That's but anyway, great. that's uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're where we're going with it. That's and that's the. That's a plan that we'll be following.
0: That's awesome. Well, and I know one other um, just resource for people to know about on the 1517 site is you can search through um, script. The scripture chapters are all tagged. And so um, if there's an article written or someone has tagged a podcast um, or uh older archived content on any passage that you're going through, you should be able to find it. I think pretty quickly just by searching, you know, like Matthew one or whatever. And if it might not be on the exact verse, um, but mm-hmm. if there's something there, it should pop up for you. So you should um hopefully people will use that too. If they're struggling with a specific passage.
1: Yeah. And that's um, a, that's a, that's a great resource to have. Uh, I've used it before looking up uh, various chapters and, uh, I mean, you you end up having multiple articles and podcasts, videos that will uh, will pop up in that search bar. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a great it's a great way to uh, to you know if you're trying to figure out what a passage means or if there's a resource right. that you can use. Yeah, that's a it's a very handy place to have that.
0: That's great. Um, and then the videos you're creating are they going to be on social media? Are are they? like short form or are you doing more long form stuff this year
1: yeah i might do some longer form but most of them are going to be are going to be shorter form uh, okay you know the way um uh, well, i don't know about all not youtube uh but like instagram and facebook they have the the 90 second reels so um most of these videos will be within that minute and a half time mark, just okay. so that they can get posted as, as reels, uh, which is, <laughs> if you've Hard ever to tried to do it, Oh my goodness. Yeah. If people <laughs> knew how many times they watch, they I... watch a video per day and they're like, Oh, I was short. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it took me 10 tries, usually not 10 tries, but there's many times when I'll, uh, I'll start doing the video. And I'll get like almost to the very end, but I've got like five more seconds of things to say, and I'm at oh, 90 seconds. And I'm like
0: that's the worst. Oh. So I, it's like I, I have these
1: practice runs where Yeah. Oh, that right. makes me
0: feel better to hear you say that you have practice runs because I don't I don't post hardly at all, but when I do, it's just it's so awkward because you're just talking <laughs> to a camera and I always imagine oh, yeah. someone's like watching me do it. Yes. Um yes. which I would I I like can't. Ever, I the people that can record in public, I don't know how they do it because I'm just I'm I'm way too self conscious to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it always makes me
0: laugh to think of someone watching me do it.
1: (laughs) So yeah, my wife and I celebrated our ten year anniversary this year. This yeah, this year twenty twenty three. So we went we went to Greece, which was which was awesome. We were there, and we were uh, we were visiting uh, uh, Mars Hill. So, you know, there we are where Paul gave his, his famous, uh, his famous speech there. And I thought, I got to do a video here. (laughs) You got to (laughs) self-conscious. So I ended up like walking to the other side of the hill where there was nobody within a hundred yards of me. And then I, I recorded my, my 90 second video there, but I, I don't know. It's weird. I know all these thousands of people will watch the video. It's in public. But there's something about recording in public which makes me self-conscious.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, totally right there with you. This sounds great. Um, I want to address a little bit of the elephant in the room in the fact that this is something to do. It's uh, like if if you're if we're telling people, hey, you should read the Bible in the year. Um, this is a to do and i know at 1517 we're very much about freeing people with the mm-hmm. word of the gospel. So, give us your thoughts on on that. What is the benefit of reading uh the bible in the year? Why do you think um it can be helpful for people?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh and i and i never want this to become kind of a i certainly never want it to be kind of a, uh, a guilt thing, which unfortunately yeah. happens to some people. You're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I missed my Bible reading today. You know, I better, uh, I better, better make that up to, you know, keep God happy. Cause I'm spending time in his word. I mean, we may maybe we don't say it like that, but can easily become kind of this. It's a false guilt. I mean, if you miss yeah. your Bible reading for the day. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so you missed it. It's not, it's not a sin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right yeah there's there's nowhere where the bible says you must read me every day yeah we were to reflect on the word of god and let the word of god guide us and all those sorts of things uh, but do, i i do like to remind people having a physical copy of the bible this is not my bible here but you know it's a book i have handy here so having like a copy of the bible is a relatively recent phenomenon
0: yeah in, in, you know in so history. true
1: i mean people they heard the word of god uh, you know, at the temple or at the synagogue or in these early Christian communities or, you know, for a long, long time, uh, before books became not only available, but affordable. Mm-hmm. So how did they read the Bible? Well, they didn't, mm-hmm. they just, they knew the stories. I heard them in church. They reflected upon them. So anyway, it's, there's uh, I, I want people to be free. In other words, yeah. I, I want this to be freely, uh, engaged in, uh, and guilt-free, you know, if you miss a day, you miss a day. So, uh, don't, don't worry about that. Now the benefits are, uh, I mean, they're real hard to number, but well, obviously we're hearing from the word of God, God's own words to us. And Mm -hmm. that's always a blessing to us. Whether those words are words of law, that call us to repentance, whether the words of gospel that give us the, the, the grace and forgiveness in Jesus it's all God speaking to us. It's not just a, right. they're not just dead words on a printed page, but they're the living voice of God that speaks to us. And that's always a, always a good thing. Uh, and that that goes with any part of scripture. Now, one of the benefits of reading through the Bible, the entire Bible in one year is, uh, well, it's going to give you the big picture uh, is mm-hmm. one way to put it. I mean, most of us have a tough time kind of say you hear about David or you hear about Hezekiah or you hear even about Abraham or, or Joshua, many of us have a hard time saying, okay, now where exactly does that fit in with the big picture of, of the history of the Old Testament? Yeah. Uh, And even the New Testament, sometimes you're like, okay, let's see, when did Jesus do that miracle? Or when did he visit this city or whatever it might be? And so reading through the gospels helps us to kind of position those individual events in the bigger story. So this is really, it's introducing us to, by reading through the Bible in its entirety, you get the whole big picture of the salvation Mm -hmm. story in, uh, not in one fell swoop, but at least in, in one year. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. And then, you know, there's a, if we just kind of read the Bible randomly, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to read a a passage today, or I'm going to read a chapter today. There's a high likelihood, that there are significant parts of the Bible we would never get around to. I mean, even whole yeah, books. I mean, when sure. was the last time somebody sat down and said, "You know what? I'm going to read uh, Haggai," you know, <laughs> <laughs> or or I'm going to read Nahum or whatever it is today, right? Uh, or even the Psalms. You know, we we pick and choose Psalms. So anyway, having uh having the whole Bible covered in a year is going to give us a big picture. And the exciting part about this for me is. The more you do that say you do it this year and maybe then you do it next year the next year you start to make connections you never saw before yeah like, oh so when jesus said that he was actually referring back to this thing in the old testament i never saw that before right or you know whatever it might be so you start to connect the dots you, you get yeah. uh you kind of sometimes we you see like individual uh stones and, and, and jewels in this mosaic, but we don't see the entire mosaic. So yeah. reading to the Bible kind of gives you, gives you that ability. Gives you that.
0: Yeah, that's, I think that's um, a common misconception about the Bible is that it's a collection of just, you know, points of wisdom or to-dos um, that are perhaps miscellaneous or random. And when you, I, I have, I was going to just admit on here, I have tried several times to read through the Bible in a year. I have never done it. Uh, I did get through all of the Old Testament a couple years ago. And just what you said your, to your first point about understanding like the narrative and kind of being immersed in it was so cool to see, oh, this is like a connected story. Of course, not every single point is going to connect with something else. But there is, yeah. like you're saying, this general uh, narrative and overarching story that has a point it's uh it's our salvation through christ and um to get to see that is is really really beneficial and helpful at least it was for me, so I think that that's awesome and um hopefully a life giving and freeing way to look at it instead of the to do check it off the list, which you know I'm sure. It'll be for everyone who tries to do it at some point. It's hard to hard <laughs> oh, to completely yeah. avoid that, but
1: yeah, which is fine. I mean, yeah, it's some I I think sometimes you know we 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 kind of feel guilty if we uh just, ah, well, we just gotta pray before the meal, or we need to say the Lord's prayer, or we need to read this, and it's kind of like it's just something to do. Well, yeah, but you know, there's still an advantage. Sometimes you when you just do something because it's. On your list, still there's an advantage to that. I mean, we yeah. all do things from mixed motives. You know, it's not everybody who opens the Bible says, "I'm only doing this, <laughs> only doing this because of my deep and sincere love for God." Yeah. Because... Let
0: me check. Okay, my intentions are pure. Now I could do it.
1: Now I could do it. No. Yeah. And as we've all experienced, sometimes I take take this. Uh, I, you and I are both introverts, right? Yes. Yes, I'm, I definitely am. I'm a very functioning ext. I'm a functioning introvert. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes I'll have a social engagement I'll be like, eh, I really don't want to go to that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I go to it and once I'm there, I really enjoy it. So right. I kind of got to force myself into it, if you will, go against my natural tendencies. And then when I'm there, it's like, oh, this is good. I'm I'm having a good time. Yeah. And it's, it's like that with a lot of things. You wake up Sunday morning, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to go to church, you know, but I'm gonna go. And when you're there, you're like, ah, this is what I needed to hear, this is what I needed to receive. So sometimes we kind of have to force ourselves into these situations. Uh, you know, yeah. check the list, if you will. And then, you know, good good things come from it. And I think the Bible reading can can be like that. And let me add this to, Uh, you know, if you if you get to parts of the Bible where you're like, uh, this is kind of dull. <gasps> <Right. laughs> That's this is fine. not my
0: favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, you're going to run into genealogies. Right. And you're going to run into, uh, I did a video recently about some parts of Joshua where they're dividing the land, you know, and this part goes to the tribe of Judah or Zebul- whoever. <laughs> and they're given all these like from here to there and from there to here, given these all these geographical terms. And if you're reading through sections like that, or you know Leviticus, I know a lot of people are like confused and bored by Leviticus, right? Whatever part of the Bible you're like, you know, this doesn't really light my fire. <laughs> then uh, that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Skim. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's not like I, man, when I'm reading through a genealogy, I force myself to go through every single name. No, I mean, I, we skim. Uh, yeah, we're, we can we can read through a section, be like. I have no idea uh, why that's important. And that's okay too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe the that's next time you read helpful. through it, you'll be like, oh, I didn't see that before. That's why that's important, you know? Right, yeah. So that, that, that you know, we, we're we allowed room to grow and to just shake our head and be like, I don't know what that was all about. Or to say, eh, that just didn't really get me that excited. That's okay. Um, That's the way the word of God is. Uh, mm. You know, there's some parts that are just like, mind-blowing and there's some parts that are sleep inducing and and that's that's okay the scriptures are not all the same i mean there's different kinds of messages there's different genres there's different ways of communicating there's different you know applicabilities. some things are much more Mm -hmm. applicable to us today than than you know maybe they were very applicable to the people of israel who were having their land divided up you know this is you're gonna be your land right not yeah not as important not important to us so it's yeah. all the word of God, but it's all not communicating the same way and having the same impact upon us. And so I don't want people yeah. to, I want people to feel, you know, this freedom and this ability to say, all right, well, maybe tomorrow's chapters will speak to me more than these these did today.
0: Yeah, I think that's so helpful. Um, so you're not going to give people like a, you need three color highlighters uh, <laughs> and you need to set a timer for 20 minutes Type of how to, uh, but are are there any helpful tips that you've found um, in reading the Bible over the years that that have kind of helped you get either get through you know the difficult parts or really kind of just focus in and um, take something away for that day? Is there anything that you found that has been helpful?
1: Yeah, you know, if there's something, well, let's take those sections like the one I referred to where they're dividing up the land you know, I was reading through that the other day and I was like, what is in here that maybe is going to be unique or that is, uh, that I can, you know, focus on that's going to bring out some kind of theological truth or element of hope that is meaningful to me or or someone else. (laughs) And in, in that situation, uh, I was like, oh, okay. You know, one thing that it says here is that the tribe of Levi didn't receive any inheritance. They had no land because it says God was Mm. their inheritance. Oh, Mm. we can do something with that, you know? Yeah. And then I related that to some verses in the Psalms where the Psalmist will say, the Lord is my inheritance. He's adopting Mm. priestly language to to apply to himself. And then I related Mm. that to how we are... Baptized into Christ our High Priest, and so also we are priests, and so the Lord is our inheritance as well, so you can make think hmm. make connections like that uh, now one thing that I do and that I sometimes will point out in these these daily videos is i will I'll see if there's anything in the New Testament where this Old Testament passage is quoted or alluded to, and okay so one thing that I, I found helpful just for myself, and I'll bring this out in some of the videos is bridging that gap between the old and new Testament and saying, okay, you know, did you realize that when Jeremiah is talking about the temple being a den of robbers, that that's the language that Jesus uses when he, when he, you know, Hmm. overturns the tables of the money changers and all of that. And then if you compare these two contexts, then you end up learning a little bit more about why Jesus did what he did and how he Hmm. uses passage from Jeremiah. So those Old Testament, New Testament bridges are, are, are very helpful. And then, um, you know, I think sometimes I'll just focus on a phrase or, or word, uh, since I know Hebrew, I can, I can look at that in the original language. And sometimes I'll bring out an element of that. That's helpful. Mm. It's it's almost like a, an anchor for people.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think I did a video this year on, I think it's from the Psalms. Yeah. This, I know that God is for me. So i just talked about that Mm. it's just one phrase from the psalms but man that that means so much this i know yeah despite everything else you know david's always talking about his enemies all around him and he's about to fall into the pit oh these terrible things are (laughs) happening but he says this i know that god is for me he's on my side Mm. so you can you can sometimes just take that nugget from three chapters of reading and be like you know what I'm going to hang on to this um, i'm having a bad day i'm having a bad week i'm having a bad year and yeah. everything around me says god is not for me at least you know right. what i'm experiencing and you can you can almost use that as a weapon or a shield against all the voices around you that say the opposite you can say no this yeah. i know that god is for me so things like that are, are helpful uh to mm to to bring out some of the the nuances and the riches that are in the chapters that we read every
0: day yeah there's there's something here i mean we've we've talked about the motivations behind reading the bible um as as you know getting that fuller sense of what scripture is telling us but there's there's a i think a deeper motivation here in kind of getting to that point you just gave us of of the fact that god is for us um and that god loves us i don't know if you would maybe you you would word it differently or maybe give us some more specifics on that but i bring it up because i think sometimes i hear people christians trying to you know rightly and with good intention motivate each other read the bible because you'll um it will lead you to know god mm-hmm. but they leave it there and I don't know what I'm supposed to know about God when they when yeah. that's the the only word that's given to me, and that ends ends up making me feel like God's kind of like up above tapping his foot and waiting to give me a quiz on his ten attributes or something. I don't know. Um, that's where that's where I always go. Like I, th- those, that is not the motivation that I have found helpful to reading the Bible. Uh, getting more to this nugget of what God has done for me seems to for me personally to get me in scripture a lot quicker. What, what would you say about that? And would you, are there other motivations that you have found helpful, um, to kind of get into the word? How would you specify them maybe for people?
1: Yeah. You know, so there are a lot of different ways that you can benefit from it. Um, just kind of getting the big picture, like we talked about already. Um, it, it it's it's educational in the sense that we are learning as we mm. as we read the Bible, right. which, which which is great. I mean, learning in great. all forms is is yeah. always wonderful. <laughs> I mean, you could even make an argument. I don't really make this argument often, but you could even make an argument for uh, that unbelievers, non Christians, or Jews or Muslims, whoever should actually read the Bible in a year. Yeah, and the reason I say that is because my goodness, I think if they did that, they would realize uh, how much. Of our language has been affected mm. in in a, in, a, in a positive sort of way by by the right. Bible. I mean, there was a time when uh, if you didn't know the Bible, you wouldn't understand literature because there was so yeah. much of literature that was we had biblical stories and and things woven woven into them. Idioms from the King James, for instance, uh, like a drop in a bucket or the skin of my teeth. All of those are directly from the King James. Yeah, Bible. so that's so interesting. That, yeah, and even just you know stories in general. Um, that work their way into everything from movies to to novels. Uh, all of those are are many of them are, are from the Bible. So mm-hmm. everybody can benefit in just kind of an educational sort of way from it. But as you, as you rightly pointed out, ultimately the reason that we're spending time in the Word is because the Word is going to lead us to the very heart of the Father. Hmm. It's going to lead us to, like I said this, I know that God is for me. And to expand that, we would say this, I know that God is for me in Jesus Christ, yeah. which is where the scriptures are. The, that's always the destination the scriptures are leading us to. They can, they can teach us. You can read, you know, some of the Proverbs and learn kind of about a well-ordered wise life, which is, mm. which is great. And we could mm-hmm. all use more, of more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you stop there, it's like, okay, well, that's like, you know, going on a 500 mile journey and stopping at mile 250, you're know, you not there. You're not not home yet because home is always the heart of the father.
0: Hmm. And that's
1: where the scriptures are always wanting to take us. They're wanting to take us from the far off country back to the father's house, to the embrace of the father, to the feast of welcome and grace and forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Hmm. And all of the scriptures uh, do that. I mean, anyone who's been involved with 1517 or read our stuff or listen to our podcast know that you know that's that's where we're taking people that christ yeah. for you and that's because that's where the bible takes us i mean that is yeah that is the
0: we're not that making is, that up no that's that's, that's, that's what's that's there yeah, yeah yeah
1: paul says all god's promises are yes and amen in jesus christ every single one of them yeah. And we would say that all the scriptures are taking us there. That's where the entire Old Testament story is leading us. It's like uh, dropping these hints and teasing us and you know, giving all these foreshadowings because it's leading us to the the fulfillment of that story in, in Jesus of Nazareth. And once you realize that's, and maybe, maybe for some people, that'd be the first time you're like, oh, so all the Old Testament is leading us to this person. Then once you realize that, you kind of go back it's like when you read a novel or you watch a movie and the ending is a shocking ending it makes you rethink everything that that came before it that's that's yeah. the same thing that happens in the old testament you're like oh wow this is so i'm going to go back i'm going to read creation again and the exodus again and all this with this new, new understanding eyes. yeah new yeah. eyes that this this is all about the story on which christ is woven into it and then he becomes the that capstone of the story at, at the end
0: yeah that's great this is a tangent but one show that people should do that with if they haven't is I, I don't know if you're um if you've watched the ring of power the new lord of the Rings show
1: no i haven't i haven't okay
0: there's a surprising there's a surprise this is totally random and not important to bible reading at all but <laughs> there's a surprise ending and uh, we watched the show and it. I kind of didn't love it the first time through because mm-hmm. I was comparing it in my head to like Game of Thrones and it's a totally different feel and obviously a different thing completely. But um, then when you get to that surprise ending, it's so sh- for me, it was so shocking that we we decided to rewatch it a couple of months ago. And it was so amazing because there were all these clues and hints oh. towards that surprise ending yeah um that i had we had not picked up on because we didn't know that was how it was going to end so anyway yeah. that makes total sense uh, a great, great comparison to the to the bible of once you've once you know what's going to happen you can look for those hints and try to uh pick up on what the writers what the authors are doing because they're doing something
1: yeah for sure yeah, yeah I and mean, yeah. what will happen is you will be like how didn't I see this before? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And you, you probably experienced some of that when you rewatch the movie or the series, you're like, Oh, how did I miss it the first time? Right. Right. It's right there. Well, yeah, Yeah. you can, you can have something that's obvious and yet not obvious. If you don't know the end, it's not obvious, but if you do know the end, it is obvious. I mean, any mysteries like that, any good show, like you described, is like that. And that's the beauty then of going back and rereading. And then, rereading again, because every single time, I mean, I've been doing, I've been doing this a long time, uh, since my early twenties. And there is never a time when I spend some serious time in the word of God that I don't learn something new or I spend hmm. some time in the old Testament. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize that connection to Christ before. Hmm. And that's just uh, that's the layering that you have in the scriptures where you, you dig down a little bit deeper and you discover something new and you dig down some more and it's just, it's, it's fathomless. You can just learn yeah. more and more every time you go back into it.
0: Since you've been doing this for, for so long, what would you say? Uh, is there anything that has changed for you personally as you've, whether it's maybe like how you read the Bible or just what you're getting, getting out of scripture or how you view scripture now? Has Is there anything that's changed for you personally over the years? You know, one of the
1: things that, that I've discovered is that, you know, I'm, I'm not big on uh, you know, experience, uh, like, because I think that can easily become very subjective. Yeah. But there is a truth in which the experiences we have in life affect our ability to see biblical stories in, in, a, in a new way. And they take on, yeah. they take on new meaning for us. Uh, I, think, I think last time we talked, uh, we talked about the death of my son, Luke. Uh, right. And, uh, you know, what, what's happened since that tremendous loss in our family yeah. is that, you know, certain stories that, that I used to read, and I mean, it wasn't like I didn't understand them, but now having, you know, gone through that loss and still coping with grief and all of that, you read them in a new way. It's like, mm. Oh, you know, it didn't strike me that way before. Yeah. And, and now it does. Or I mean, it doesn't have to be something as tragic as the loss of a child. It can be any experience in life. Even a time of happiness uh, can mm, do that. You, right. When you you the stories have a way of striking you in new and fresh ways that are somewhat related to the experiences that you have that you have yeah. in life. Yeah. And so that's one of the things I've learned over the years is both just by simply getting older, and because of that, experiencing life changes. As well as then yeah. just going through life's ups and downs, that God, His Word remains the same, but the way that it affects us is is going to be different. Uh, yeah. I'm sure when if I if God gives me uh, the uh, the ability to live 80 years, I'm sure when I'm 80 years old, I'll be reading passages and like, oh, I didn't really see it that way before, right? But yeah. in light of what I've lived through or experienced, like, okay, yeah, I can I can see that with, uh, with fresh eyes. So that's one of the, that's one of the things I've learned over the years is, uh, the word of God remains the same. We don't. And therefore God is able to use his word in a variety of different ways, depending on where we are in life to speak to us in these, mm. these new, these new sorts of ways. And that just testifies to the fact that God is goodness. He's, he's so gracious that he, uh, he's able to His word has no expiration in our lives, right? Hmm. It's, it's, it's always able to, to speak to us, whether we're five years old or 85 years old, he always has something that's directly applicable to us.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, and that's such a, a better, and I think more true way to say what God's word is doing than to try to try to look at it as if we have to extract something from it personally, like as if we're coming to the word and saying um, really specifically, how does this apply to me? It's going to do, it's going to apply itself, I guess is is what I'm saying. Like God, kind of what you're, everything that you've said, God is still the actor, the main actor. We're not really having to do much except go to the word, read it and, and um, meditate on it because like you said, our lives are changing. Um, so there's not like a whole lot we have to do. I guess I I'm, I think sometimes people overcomplicate it as if yeah. it's like this activity that they have to squeeze the most out of and get the most for their life out of when it's going to happen just naturally based yeah. on where you are and what's what's going on for you.
1: It's kind of like, uh, I mean, yes, we read the Bible, but it's more like the Bible reads us, in other words. Yeah. The Bible, Bible has its way of putting itself into our lives and Hmm. leading us to where it wants us to be. And it doesn't say, okay, if you follow these 10 steps, then you are going to uncover the true meaning of this biblical text. (laughs) It's more like just expose yourself to the word and the word will do its work on you because it turns out the word's not yours. The word belongs to God and and his spirit is going to use this in your life in ways that surprise you at times, enlighten you at times, convict you at times, lead you to forgiveness all the time. Uh, so the, we read the Bible, but more specifically, the Bible has its way of reading us and mm-hmm. then through its, through its power, through the work of the Spirit, to actually open our eyes to see what God wants us to do.
0: I think there's something here to be said about just the consistency and constancy of God reading scripture isn't isn't an act where he's going to send down something completely new from heaven his word um is going to remain the same for us and yet yeah, it's always going to speak to us through life's um, highs and lows there's always something that he has to say to us but that something is the same it remains the same and i think for me that's very comforting um, God, that means that God's not going to change the way that he, he looks at me based on what I've done or what I'm doing, um, or how life is going for me. Uh, he's going to continue to re- remain the same and remain a good God. I don't know the, for, there's a little bit of a, a shift there. I think in, in knowing that you're not going to scripture to uncover something new or try to assess out exactly how God feels about you and that that's like a, a changing, uh, thing depending on where you are in life.
1: Yeah. Which is, which is great because I mean, our lives are always changing and often chaotic, right? We're uncertain and things are up and down and we ourselves are not consistent. So knowing that God is not a chaotic God knowing that he is yeah. consistent knowing that uh yeah we're not looking for some grand new revelation every time that we we read the scriptures but it's always going to be you know in in different sorts of ways the same message mm. I'm the God who's for you I'm the God who loves you I'm the God who wants what is best for you and that in many and various ways is what's going to be communicated through the scriptures which is which is great it's like uh it's some it's that foundation that doesn't change we're not on a We're not on the ocean constantly moving around. We're on that, that firm foundation, which is, which is great because, you know, uh, in our chaotic lives to have a, a sure and a certain foundation is exactly what we need.
0: Yeah. I think it's what everyone's looking for, whether they realize it or not, and whether they're Christians or not, I think we're all kind of searching for that, trying to grab at things constantly that, that we think are that. And Mm -hmm. the fact that we have, we have that thing, we have, um, we have a god who is that for us is is pretty amazing we can stop looking so
1: yeah right <laughs> exactly yeah and, and that becomes easier the said basis, than than done. The done yeah well that becomes a basis of of hope too you know because yeah if our lives are uncertain now in the present when we look in the future we man that just increases our anxiety and our uncertainty but if we know that the, when tomorrow comes, God is going to be the same as he was today and the same as he was yesterday. Then we know that no matter what changes in our life, the changelessness of God is going to be the foundation upon which we know that today is okay. Tomorrow's mm-hmm. okay. And whatever days are coming are going to be okay too, because God is okay with us in Christ. And you're right. That's what everybody's looking for, whether they know it or not. I mean, that's it. That, that, that feeling of that hunger within us that's finally satisfied in Christ. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's a great word to end on. Um, Is there anything else you want to tell people about kind of the plan? I know we talked about where um, people can go and I'll I'll make sure I'm, I'm guessing it'll be up by the time this drops the link to the website. Um, And then of course your videos are all going to live on your social media. So Instagram, TikTok youtube um so people can go there to follow along anything else that they need to know before they get started if they want to do uh the bible in a year this next year in 2024
1: no uh i mean uh, pick, pick pick your bible pick your translation uh, it doesn't matter whatever whatever one that you're accustomed to using uh and and then just uh find the plan and uh read along, you know, whatever time of day works best for you. And then my videos will come out uh in the morning. Typically okay. early in the morning is the way we've been doing it now. So for the early risers, it's gonna it's gonna be there. And of course it'll stay there. We're also gonna have a a playlist on YouTube on my my YouTube channel. Just oh, Bird on YouTube. I have a playlist. And so, you know, if someone watches the our conversation today in March or June, whenever they'd be like, mm-hmm. Hey. I wish I'd have known. Can I look at these? Yeah, you can just the best place would be to go to that YouTube playlist and you can start wherever you want to start. It's always going to be there uh, and they'll be coming out then then every day. So if you're on any of the social media channels or if you're really not, but you can go to YouTube, uh, you can you can find them. You can find them there.
0: Awesome. I'll make sure to link to YouTube as well. So that's great. Thanks, Chad. So good yeah. to talk. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it's it. It's
1: been great. Appreciate it.
0: Outside Ourselves is a 1517 podcast. To learn more about all of our shows and all of our podcasts, please go to 1517.org forward slash podcast. If you haven't done so already, I would really love if you could give the show a five-star rating wherever you are listening or if you're watching on youtube uh please go ahead and subscribe to the kelsey clumbera channel that way you are sure to not miss any of the upcoming content but a five-star rating on apple podcasts or spotify or whatever podcast app you're using is really really helpful uh to get the word out about the show it'll take you about five seconds to do i would really appreciate it if you could do that um, if you enjoy the show and you have been listening for a while i'll be back here in a couple weeks with our next guest